Parents Pod. Welcome to Pet Parents Pod, the podcast for and by pet parents. I'm Danielle. I'm Heath. I'm Kip. And today is, I don't know, it's Thursday. It's a Thursday, yeah. It's a Thursday. This release is on Monday, but today's it's, a Thursday of recording. What it's the, going to be a Monday when our listeners listen to it. It's yeah. a Monday. Or, or maybe not. They can listen to it any day of the week. Whenever That's true. You feel like. yeah. Once you get it loaded in your little, your playlist and catch up on your backlog. Yeah. Upload it to your little tiny brain. Mm-hmm. And then probably forget everything. Or get mad at us and tweet at us. Yeah, I mean. Please get mad at us and tweet at us. Or you could just tweet at us. You just tweeted. Get Does anyone actually check the Twitter on a regular basis? I check no. it once a week when I post something. Thank oh, you. okay. Oh, so yeah, there's not. So, so all complaints go to Twitter because we won't see them. You, <laughs> yes. you can send it to whatever questions, comments, concerns. Mm-hmm. Um, no, our uh, our discussion is not about days of the week or Twitter. Um, the topic today is actually cloud forests specifically in costa rica mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because this is a pet adjacent episode it's about animals it's about animals it's a it, this is an animal podcast yeah. yeah 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 we uh we mostly talk about pets but every now and then do sidebars uh into other topics uh this is about a conservation place in um costa rica uh does anyone know what a cloud forest is Nope, no idea. Nope, what is it, Dan? Any guesses? Uh, it is a forest that has trees that mm-hmm. go into the sky. High altitude. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, okay, uh, a little backstory. I don't even remember how I was, like, on the internet, as you do, and yep. then I... I think I saw something about bird, and then I was like, "Okay, bird." And then right. it's like, "That's your jam." And bird. then, and then it's like cloud forest. I'm like, "What the fuck is a cloud forest?" I've heard of rainforest. Is it the same thing? It grows clouds. I thought. Well, yeah. I thought maybe uh, like you know how up has that like plateau thing they yeah. go to. I was like, "Is it like that? Is it the plateau place and up?" No, well, kind of. I think it might be, but uh, not this <laughs> one specifically. So, a cloud forest versus a rainforest is a, a cloud forest is a type of tropical high altitude rainforest. So it's a, gotcha. basically the Game same idea mind. of a rainforest, but it has to be at high altitude. So it needs to range between 850 mm. and 2,500 meters in, right. up in altitude. So the air is thinner. The air is, well, kind of, it's more, but it's like also, it's still that dense mugginess because mm-hmm. it's still that, uh, it's wet, a rainforest. It's a rainforest, yeah. just higher up. Lots of high, lots of humidity, and then the, the clouds are in the forest. So it's think of like the foggiest rainforest you've ever seen. Yeah, that, that sounds, sounds you, you say what you think. I mean, it sounds like kind of un- Pleasant. Uh, oh, I was going to say, that sounds like I want to move there and live there forever. You'll get killed by an animal very that's quickly. That's fine. That would be the sweetest Well, you death. could technically move there and join a conservation unit there. I do Goodbye, want to <laughs> forever. Actually, I have been talking to my husband about moving to Costa Rica. Wait, um, actually moving? 
Yeah, but not until we're like retired. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, I can see you guys retired. Like, he... You guys bought a house not long ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, well, he has family there, so he was yeah, yeah. yeah, and he grew up citizenship, there. And then I married him, so oh, I, I didn't also really have citizenship to Costa Rica now. Well, you might be able <laughs> to easily get citizenship. Yeah. I can, can I get a Costa Rican green card? Is that how the government works? I don't no. know. <laughs> um, but. but uh, I do want to be eaten by animals when I die. Okay, so yeah. you want a sky burial? Where yeah, I want they a just... sky burial, yeah, uh-huh. where the vultures pick me apart. Yeah, That's yeah. like my dream. So okay. you guys know, this is on the record, and I'm pretty sure I've even said this on the podcast before. We have to drag Kip's body up a mountain <laughs> I, and abandon it. No, I don't it. know that it's legal just put me in to the do that. Well, no, we can't put you in the backyard. That's definitely <laughs> illegal. That would get found that out would, real quick. We need to the dump your way is gonna. <laughs> well, we don't have. It's gonna ticket you for that one. <laughs> no, we're gonna have to drag your body out somewhere and dump it over a ridge. Matt's that's gonna have to help. This is gonna be a whole ordeal. If you want to put me in a river? That's fine. I, fish, bird, whatever. Okay, like, okay. whatever eats me. Dump I'm you in the that. ocean. It's the greenest. To drive all the way to the ocean. It's the greenest uh, body disposal. No, you could just put me in the Chattahoochee. <laughs> Well, Heath, if it makes you feel better, uh, because of the high altitude, the temperatures are cooler than the lowland rainforests. Oh, okay, okay. Maximum daytime temperatures are 22 degrees Celsius, which I should have looked up what that is at Fahrenheit because oh, yeah. they, they're metric over there because they're correct as opposed to America. Yeah, uh, which is 71. So the hottest it gets is 71 degrees, which is still hot for you. It's pretty good, though. But that, if that's well, the hottest it gets in the daytime. Yeah. I mean, it's not hot for me. It is slightly warm for me. Yeah. Rainfall is but heavy. But being outside, if there's any breeze whatsoever, sounds great. Yeah. Sounds like very yeah. comfortable, actually. So it has heavy rainfall and clouds form when warm, moisture-laden air cools and condenses as it pushes upward by the mountain. Okay, well, so... Did you just describe rain? Yes, the rain... I was describing particularly how the rainfall works. How rainfall works. In that it's, region, because I, the rain pushes up the mountain into the It's a lot more forest. pleasant than, like, the, what you would normally think of for rainforests. Look, this was my definition I Googled. Hey, look, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna fight you on how rain works. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like... <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, yeah, so... Um, like there are... Cloud forests, I think, make up 8% of rainforests across the world. So they're only in a few places because they have to have that particular balance. We don't have that many rainforests anyway. Yeah. But they're a unique ecosystem. They're one of those places where they have endemic species that can only survive because of the, like, special little cozy places. Mm -hmm. And the cloud forests, at least preserve, we're going to talk about is Monteverde. Cloud Forest, which is in Monteverde, Costa Rica. Yep, Green Mountain. Yep. Yep, yep, Green Mountain. Uh, So, any, so you would think, here's a a little uh, caveat. I literally did bare minimum research on the history of this place, but, and so I don't know anything more than in depth from what I could find on the website and then another like, brief wiki article so I could get the, um, like, timeline kind of in my head. Um, so I don't know any details past what I'm telling you, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I'm sorry for this. Um, a little bit of a uh, live Google. Okay, you Mount can... Verde. Well, Mount Verde does it's mean... It's just like a general region. It is just a general region. I can tell you why it's called Green Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, so this place was founded 
or at least founded into what it is now in 1950s. Okay. So 11 families from Alabama who were Quakers fled to Costa Rica and purchased land there. There's a lot of religious zealots from America that seem to flee to Costa Rica. Well, they were, this family was particularly trying to avoid the Korean war draft. Oh my God. Because of the Quaker pacifist ideology. And I say that, and my mom was a Quaker, by the way, so I'm oh, not okay. talking Quakers or anything like that. Like, my great-grandparents of mine was a Quaker, apparently. Oh, uh, I met him a couple of times. Yeah. He was a nice man. His yeah, house smelled funny. Quakers, but I think uh, I'm not that aware of what, what, what was going on in my family's history, so... Well, very possible that you could have been touched by Quakers. This point. isn't my biological great grandfather. This is my great grandmother's second husband. After she left mm-hmm. my uh, grandfather's father, once the kids got old, mm-hmm. she like got old enough to be on their own. She was like, "I've had enough of your shit. I'm gone. I'm done with you in particular." And then she met great grandpa Nathan, and they had a nice life together afterwards. Oh, God bless you. Yeah, Nathan was a sweet man. Mm-hmm. From what I met of the two times, once when I was five and another time when I was elderly, uh, when he was very when you were elderly. When I was older and he was elderly, and so they were just kind of forgetful. Yeah. So that's fun. Um. Anyway, so they bought some land off of Costa Rica. Don't know what was on the land before. Don't know whose ownership. I'm just putting all that out there. None mm. of that's really talked about. Um, Seems like there were probably some people there somewhere. They bought it from Costa Rica. Costa Rica's like, yeah, you can have this land. Oh, boy. And they named the place Monte Verde. Sure. Because Green Mountains. I like wow. it. Very creative. So, in the 1960s, some biologists were like, huh, Monteverde is interesting. Um, it didn't have, like, a lot of infrastructure, but they were like, oh, there's a lot of cool wildlife. And uh, basically, Dr. Joseph Tose, uh, who works with tr- the Tropical Science Center and Foundation for uh Tropical conservation. Mm-hmm. Him and Dr. Leslie Holdridge uh, made a journey up to the mountain and started studying it as part of the northern region of Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. And then they requested to the government that they could um, start uh, preserving the native forests. And right. uh, they also worked with the Quaker community there. Very good. So everyone was on board. And in the 70s, other students, they basically, another George Powell, who was also part of the Tropical Science uh, Center in San Jose, moved to Montevallo to do doctoral research on the birds in the area. And Wait, what was his name? Uh, doctor, or uh, no, it was a graduate student, George Powell. George Powell, gotcha. From San Jose. Gotcha. And he was studying birds in the area. They were like, wow, look at all this biological diversity in this thing. And they also realized it was the only habitat with the endemic golden toad, and it was starting to have uh, decreasing in their population. So they're like, shit, we got to do something about this. Mm -hmm. And so George used his personal funds to help buy, uh, like, 328 hectares, which is 810 acres of land. Wow. So he was rich. Uh, 
So according to I mean, what I, I mean, have, it's still a good cause. I'm just curious. What I have found, the cost of the farm, um, it, it sounds like it was kind of cheap. Yeah, the, the you know you can you can give it a lot. You, I, I don't know what the dollar to to uh, colones. Uh, I think it's colones. Uh, uh, colone, yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's some. It says it like one colone is less than one U.S. dollar. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And at the time, there was like few national parks in Costa Rica, so they had a lot of apparently like people were like, yeah, let's protect this area. And so Powell and a Costa Rican biologist. Uh, I'm gonna have someone else pronounce that name. Let me see. And why is auto rotation on? Uh, Adelaide Chevalier. It looks French. It does. It looks because I'm like, is that Adelaide Chevalier? No. Who is and also wildlife specialist Christopher Vaughn. Um, they create a private preserve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah, j- this is, this is a sidebar to what we were talking about before. Okay. Um, one Costa Rican Colone, uh, is 0.0015 cents. Oh, 0.0015 wow. U- U.S. dollars. So it's less than two cents. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's like a penny and a half. Interesting. Yeah, I don't. I don't know much about. Well, whether or not he had much money, he put it towards a good cause. Yeah, he yeah. Uh, created. Uh, they also, you, with the local Quaker community, they created bed and breakfast that was like someone's home in the Quaker community to yeah. help promote uh, people. Visitors could stay overnight. Mm-hmm. And so, like the first year that they had opened it in the eighties, they had like two thousand seven hundred. Eighties is also a great time to be doing this. Yeah, mm-hmm. or like most anything. So they had uh, 2,700 visitors that year, and uh, it jumped up to more than 40,000 by 1991. Dang. And today, their average uh, person visiting per year is about 70,000. Wow. Well, it's, it, has, it looks like it's been published a lot. Yeah. Well, let's see. What did it say? And I, I'm sorry if I'm take, stealing your thunder here. Oh, no. But... It's fine. I found this by wandering around online about, mm-hmm. like, I think, I think actually what it was was an article about how COVID was hurting their income oh, for right. the preserve is actually probably how I fell onto it. But continue. Uh, National Geographic has called the Monteverde Cloud Forest Biological Reserve the jewel in the, in the crown of cloud forest reserves. Yeah, but Costa Rica in general is just a very beautiful place. Like they have it's, birds of paradise and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's like yeah, crazy. They have like a ton of birds. They have uh, so many birds. So many birds. Um, they in- never seen a quetzal. They got tons of quetzals. Yes, quetzals is one of the birds. quetzals coming out of your eyeballs. So one of the species <laughs> they true. were very hard to find. <laughs> one of the species they were trying to protect, which they have not, is the golden toad. Uh, they have and that's golden T O A D toad golden toad yes and I the reason why I'm saying that is because I keep on waiting for you to finish what you're saying 
because I think you're going to say something like golden toad sloth or something. No, nope, golden toad. Toad. Golden toad. Ribbit, ribbit, hen. amphibian. <laughs> ribbit, ribbit, amphibian. Yeah. Golden toad. That's the whole yes. thing. <laughs> so the thing is, that was one of the creatures they were trying to. They have not really seen one since 1989. Oh, no. Mm. So, but. peace, golden toad. I mean, it might still be there, just not. Yeah, that that sure is a golden not doing, toad. Not doing great, but yeah, it, it's obviously a uh, endangered animal, and researchers have not seen it since then. Okay, but it's there's not extinct. Oh, uh, it's hard to say. It's per it's predicted to probably be extinct. Yeah, yeah. it is unfortunate. But... I mean, there's been times when we thought something was extinct, and it turned out it wasn't. So it, well, yeah, hopefully this is one of those times. Yeah, I'm still waiting to see an ivory-billed woodpecker. Oh man! What's uh, it? What? Well, that came up in one of our episodes. Yeah, he's extinct. Um, oh, okay. I, uh, I actually threw that joke out when I met my husband's uncle for the first time, and my mm-hmm. husband's uncle is an ornithologist. Oh. And I said that, and I was like, "Hey, but you know, at least it's not like an ivory-billed woodpecker." And then everyone was looking at me, and then he looked at me, and then he laughed, and then they were like, what? And then he was like, it's extinct. And they were like, oh, that's a you joke. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you bonded with a friend that day. Yes. I that's, totally made a friend. That is a good one. Um, uh, that's hilarious. This bird is gone. This bird is dead. <laughs> I knew an extinct rare bird. I also knew an extinct red bird. What a funny joke. <laughs> we, now, we are now family. And then you start sobbing. <laughs> You take out fo- your photos of your favorite extinct animals together. <laughs> just look at them and just weep. Um, so this uh, God, this uh, cloud forest <laughs> is home to 100 different species of mammal, 400 species of bird, 1,200 species of amphibian and reptiles. Nice. They have six particular species of the cat family, which I think are kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. They have the ja- they have some jaguars. Yep, for each jaguars. of them individually. Yep. Ocelots. Yep. Pumas. Yep. Oncillas. Mm-hmm. Oncillas, which are what? <laughs> yes. Yeah, see, that's what I was expecting. You were like, all right, here we go. The, so we have the normals. It's like, yes, yeah, a puma, an ocelot. If anyone yeah. doesn't know an ocelot, it is a villain from uh, Metal Gear Solid. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Revolver Ocelot. Yeah, like cute small leopards. <laughs> oh, Revolver Ocelot. Yeah, that was my oh fun my joke. <laughs> okay, so how do you spell it? Oh, uh, Ocella. It's O N C I L L A. So Ocella cat. Oh, they kind of look like ocelots. It looks like a clouded. It looks like a clouded leopard. It does. It looks like a small. It looks like a small ocelot. It doesn't, yeah. God, it's so cute. Yeah. It's like a small yeah. leopard. They look, they look very similar to ocelots, yeah. Oh, here's here's a good picture of it sticking its tongue out. Oh, my God. They're just like a cuter version of the ocelot because they look more yeah. like kittens. Yeah. Yep. It's very cute. Yep. Yeah, they got that pole cat face. They yep. just look like, yeah, different versions of ocelots. Very yeah. similar. Mm-hmm. And then there is the Margrave, Margase. Margates. Margates. All right, let's Google that. It is yet again another cute feline that kind of looks like a leopard ocelot. They all look very similar, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. They have different striping and patterns. Yeah, but they're overall. This one looks a little bit murderier. 
I think that might be just that particular one. Actually, yeah. it looks a little crazier. Its its head looks a little. So it's anyway. like eyes are a little bigger, yeah. and it's it 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 looks like I would say it looks slightly more like a cartoon villain. Yes, I would say the Margrave is like a villainous ocelot who is plotting in a tree. Right. Mm-hmm. And if anyone wants to look up this, it's M A R G A Y. They're very cute though. And uh, yes. and then the last one, we'll see if anyone recognizes. Also cute. This I thought was a made up word. Jagger Jaguarandi. Yeah, Jaguarandis. Yeah, those are one of my favorites. What are they like? Just another cat. Another cat. They uh they don't look at, have look at um, how chunky. Look at they're chunky like rolls. Keith, look up. Look at the chunky rolls. Oh my god. So it's like a it's just gray. Like a, Panther, kind of like a red, like a brown. Kind of looks like a boring cat. weasel it cat. Me, yeah, it reminds me of a weasel. Yeah, its face looks yeah. very weaselly. Yeah, it's it, it's a weasel cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I love Jack Guarandis. They apparently have a red morph and a gray morph version, like their fur coat. Mm, we should start showing them. So much murder. There would be so much blood if we tried to get a jaguar. No, I don't want to get any of these. They can stay in their happy little cloud forests. I love how ridiculously long the jaguar Andy's tail is. Its head is so small compared to its body. It's just a very weird. Yeah. I, it, weasel cat. It very much looks very weaselly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cats uh, and, and weasels and. And uh, what is it? Civet cats, you know, they're all pretty close. I feel. I don't know. I'm just saying that. That's fair. And then I realize maybe I'm wrong, so don't listen. Right. We, we don't know the details of the. Yeah, we don't know their their closest ancestor. But. Uh, so the, the. So we talked about the Montevallo Cloud Reserve. There's apparently a couple reserves like hand-in-hand hand with each other. Like, there's the Santa Elena Cloud Forest Reserve, which is... Uh, Santa Elena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also the... You say that. <laughs> Dan speaks foreign languages. Uh, uh, Bosque and... and Eterno de los Ninos? Ninos? There's no Enya. It's just an N. Ninos? Ninos, yeah. It's, uh, uh I can tell you what it means. Yeah. Uh, so that is translated from Spanish. It's called the Children's Internal Rainforest, which it is uh, maintained by the Monteverde Conservative League. And it mm-hmm. was started by Swedish school children ra- raising money to purchase the threatened wildland. Uh, oh, that's nice. Yeah, so I think that's that's sweet. Um, but those are basically the three big cloud for it that, um, at least the protective um, areas of the cloud forests in Costa Rica on Monte Verde. And part of the reason they were... This is, yeah, again, falls into the history of, I didn't do a lot of research, so I don't know if there's anything sketchy here, and I'm sorry if there is. But um, it was bought up because it was, there was expanding, like, 
people wanted to expand farmland over mm-hmm. into the rainforest, which to me just means from what I understand of that type of industry trying to go into rainforests, they want to flatten and clear it for more grazing land for cattle. Right. Which That's a problem. It's a problem. I yeah. understand that there are ranchers and cattle farmers there trying to make money and trying to make a living. Mm-hmm. But I also, from what I understand, some of it is like pushed by meat packing companies and things like that. So it's not necessarily the most healthy or best way to use that particular portion of land. Right. It's really disappointing. It really it absolutely frustrates me. And it's complicated because I'm sure to those people who are just trying to day-to-day ranchers who are trying to do their best, like, right. I'm sure it's very frustrating that someone is in breaking on to their livelihood, which, like I said, I didn't do a lot of external research, so I just want to put that was kind of why they started buying up land mm-hmm. was to protect it from cattle ranches and farming agricultural coming in right 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 no i mean that's the way to do it you know you you have to buy up that land to protect it from yeah yeah it just kind of it just kind of sucks because it's it's not really it's it's a very rare piece of land that should be protected because you don't have that type of environment everywhere and then these animals can't survive anywhere else so yeah. we should respect so that killing those animals if you get rid of all their habitat yeah exactly so i did want to mention that the three wildcats that looks very similar the oncilla margay and ocelot mm-hmm. so the oncilla is the size of a house cat Mm-hmm. That makes four sense. to eight pounds. It looks much more like a house cat mm-hmm. than the other two. Um, the margay is nine to twenty pounds, so it's small. Um, the ocelot is medium size, eighteen to thirty-five pounds, and then of course the next most similar cat is the jaguar, which is seventy to three hundred four pounds. Yeah. So, uh, yep, Large they're variety. mostly different sizes of very similar cats. Um, also, a callback to our bats episode. There's 58 different species of bats that live in this area. Of course. Okay. So many bats. So many bats. Uh, uh, sidebar on the bats thing. Yeah. Apparently, the, there's a particular species of bat in Georgia that's actually getting wiped out because of white nose disease. Oh, no. Kind of bad. It's a fungus. It's very bad for bats. Mm-hmm. Um, Put up your uh, bat houses. Yeah. I actually would love to get some bat houses. I would love to get some bat houses. What kind of what what species of bats is being affected? Oh, I, I, oh did I, I ask you a question? You, you don't. You I asked you, you asked for a follow up. Uh, I always give Google warnings that I don't know what I'm talking about. Bat in Georgia, uh, threatened oh by God. white nose disease. White nose syndrome looks horrible. Yeah, it's like a white fungus on Yeah, bats. it's literally a fungus around their nose. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Kind of looks like they're looks like, like mold. Yeah, it looks like mold or like they shoved their nose in a bunch of flour. Mm. And now it's just growing. It does not look like cocaine. Yeah, No, it's not like it's cocaine. Like uh, so mold. three different species of bats outlined in this particular article mm-hmm. uh, from georgiawildlife.com. Um Tricolored bat called the uh, Perimyotis subflavus, the little brown bat, which is the Myo- Myotis uh, lucifugis, fugus, um, 
and the long-eared bat, northern long-eared bat called the Myotis uh, Septentrionalis. Nice. So those are the three. NPR was crying about one of them in particular, but they didn't actually say what one it was. That's not very helpful. So anyway, just put up your bat boxes, everybody. And remember that bats are an important pollinator, so yep. they're not just creepy bats in your attic. They're they're important to our uh, they're pollinators, and they they eat bugs in your attic. Also, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't put your bat boxes in your attic. No, that would be bad. That's... And also keep your house sealed. <laughs> um, so they have over fifteen species of primates. Uh, mm-hmm. Some. Rodent species also, uh, long-tailed rats, um, tempar, which is a type of boar. Uh, they have a white-faced capuchin monkey. Oh, I love capuchins. Which their capuchins are actually fun coffee fact. That's where the capuchin the capuchin monkeys are named after the capuchin monks, but that's also where the name cappuccino comes from oh. because of the white hat that they would wear is like the foam hmm. for cappuccino. Huh. Yeah. So cappuccinos are really cute. Cute. Yeah. Uh not as cute as a tamarind though. Tamarinds are very cute too. Tamarinds are like mind you. I don't think tamarinds are here though. So uh no. I could be wrong. Uh, I can Google it. <laughs> uh, there's also something called a white-nosed uh, cotis, which kind of looks like a long-nosed badgery guy. Oh, mm. yeah. the You can see those in Encanto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is an Encanto. Yep. Yeah. It's like a little long-nosed badgery fellow. So you'll see them. Um, so, I'm sorry. What was the name again? Uh, which one? The long-nosed badger. Uh, white-nosed uh, cotis. White nose. It's coat and then is. So it's not cotus. Oh no, it is a uh, guati. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So basically, basically like a like a. Apparently, it's it's kind of a pest. Like it's like really? a, it's like the Costa Rican equivalent of a of a raccoon, where they oh. just kind of like wander around in herds with their tails in the air. So what you'll see is a herd of little tails sticking up in the air, uh-huh. kind of like wandering around the city. And then you'll see the coati coming up, and then they like get trash and like steal your margaritas and shit. Mm, so they're like uh, seagulls and raccoons. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're they're, they're, they're Costa fun. Rican trash cats. <laughs> they are. Exactly Exactly, Costa Rican trash cats. They do look badgery, though. They They're do. very badgery. I love the long tail. Any animal cute. with a long tail is my favorite. Yeah, it's very. It, That's adorable that they go around with their tails straight up. That's yeah, really cute. <laughs> just kind of walk around. Just like imagine that. little flags on them. <laughs> flags on the end of their tail. Precious. It is very precious. Mm-hmm. Um, we interrupt this program to bring you an important message from our sponsors. Well, not sponsors per se, but it is time to pay the vet bills. Pet Parents Pod now has a website, PetParentsPod.com, where you can go and learn about all the different ways to support the podcast. We also have a Patreon now. There's a link to that as well, along with all of our socials, a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. It's going to be Patreon, 
patreon.com slash petparentspod. Anything and everything can help. We would appreciate your support. Petparentspod.com also lists that we are a BarkBox affiliate, so any special offers that we have, which will be effective during certain date ranges that are listed, are going to be on that page. There's a link to BarkBox under the Ways to Support page on the website. We also want to remind everyone that regardless of whether other special offers are going on, anytime you subscribe to BarkBox using the link barkbox.com slash petparentspod, you can get free extra month of BarkBox for your subscription. If you enjoy our content, spread the word, tell your friends and family that are also animal lovers. Now back to your regularly scheduled episode. I'm moving to birds now. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a brief, o- a brief overview. Um, one, one, so they have a lot of hummingbirds there. Mm-hmm. Over 14 different species of hummingbirds, which they can only identify about a dozen or so, a half a dozen according to their website. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so they have a bunch of un... Uh, what is it? Undocumented, un uh, uncatalog- uncatalogued. Yeah, I guess uh, they they. This is just what it says on their actual like wildlife. Uh oh no no, no I'm sorry I the I'm on the wrong resource I'm giving you the uh, so there are 14 different species of hummingbirds. What I'm reading is a travel wildlife diary from someone who visited the area. Oh, they personally were not well, able to. They were only okay. yeah yeah. Sorry, I forgot which source I was on because yeah. th- this particular source had a good list of random animals they saw. Nice. So. Yeah, a little what, bingo card. Yeah, yeah, a little bingo card. Oh, when I go to Costa Rica, I'm, I'm making myself an animal bingo card. Yes. Kawati is definitely going to be on there. Yeah, Kawati's. <laughs> uh, so how about this? Since you have a husband who actually grew up in this area, mm-hmm. sadly, Matt is uh, microphone shy. We've tried to get him on here. So many times. I've so bribed him. Times. There's food. He'll talk about it to us, but yeah, he doesn't want to be recorded. Which yeah, which is, is fair. His choice. It's He's, nice. He's a nice, quiet young man. He is a nice, quiet <laughs> young man. Costa Rican uh, Viking. Mm-hmm. No, he is Costa Rican Viking. He, uh, yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but he was nice enough to answer a call and talk about some birds. So I was going to let Kip talk about some birds that oh. he, he talked about. So, yeah, so he, he mentioned, um, actually, I want to see if I can, I would like to queue up you know, multiple I, sounds, but so, the, the, the most interesting, we'll start off with that one. Okay. And uh, I can pause, and then you can queue up your sound, and we can hit record and stuff. Uh, my favorite bird call of any bird call, mm-hmm. outside of this one bird that I can't remember the name of, but I hear at, like, 4 and 5 o'clock in the morning when I go camping in the mountains of Georgia. Okay. Very beautiful bird song. Can't play it for you. Don't know what it is. I just hear it off in the distance, and it's the most beautiful sound ever. Come to but Georgia. Come Damn. to Georgia. Come on. Give us money. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Tourism. Tourism. Um, stay off the mountains. They're all mine. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's where you hear the bird, though. Yes. Don't, don't. It's my bird. My bird. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, Montezuma Oropendola. Okay. Is the bird that Matt pointed out to us? It looks really, really cool. It looks like a small beaked toucan. Yeah, and it makes these crazy nests that like hang off of tree branches. I have actually time. heard of this type of nesting before, where it's yeah. just like a giant tube down, and then they enter through the bottom where there's a hole. Yeah, which yeah. I assume they have layering. I just imagine a kid's like sleepily falls out, like. Aah! His little little baby falls out. Um, Baby's falling out the hole again. Here is the call for the Oropendula. Okay. 
Yeah. So there you go. It, it sounds like when Kip first played it for us, we were like, that sounds like the raptors from Jurassic Park. Yeah. It also sounds kind of like one of the droids from Star Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah. It does have a droidy sound, too. I'll, I'll play it one more time just because it's such a really cool sound. It's just... It's That's neat. Very cool. It's just the coolest freaking sound. I could listen also, to it. Also, if you watch the video, it's like neck just like balloons out really weirdly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, birds are fascinating. Like they're little bird calls. Uh, the other one Matt mentioned was the um, bird of Costa Rica, which is the Chiguiro. The national bird. National America. bird. Yeah. What did I say? I don't even know. Uh, you just said the bird of Costa Rica. Oh, the bird of Costa Rica. The bird of Costa Rica. Um, Americans call it like the clay-colored thrush. Mm-hmm. But And I was explaining this to Danny and Heath off while we were paused. And I said that there are some names for some animals that are not, like, they're local names. You know, right. It's like not what, you know, the rest it's of the It's not the scientific name. Yeah. So the Jigu- I can't talk Jiguiro, and that's spelled Y I G U I R R O. Uh, so we had technical difficulties with the uh, yeah song file we were trying to load. Yeah, my phone gave up, and I don't feel like troubleshooting it. Um, um so the other bird is Jiguiro, which is the Costa Rican national bird, and the reason why it's a national bird, it's it's a very basic bird. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called the clay colored thrush. Uh, it looks like a brown like thrush. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just we have like thrushes in yeah. U.S. They're just they kind of look like wrens and like yeah. that's a bird. Maybe someone might know. He, do you recognize any of these bird type names? You're the least I mean, bird of us. I, what do you mean recognize? Yeah, I recognize some of the names. Oh, okay. Well, if I described to you, oh yes, this is a thrush type bird. You'd have an idea in your mind what that silhouette is. Yeah, my mom taught environmental education. Right, right, right. He, he Birds are out in the wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue to remind us that he was exposed <laughs> no, to I, wildlife I, I'm as a child. Apparently, <laughs> a lot of people don't know as much about snakes and shit. Well, yes, I, I definitely. Oh, well, yeah. I definitely don't know. Well, it as always much surprises about. me because it's like hmm, maybe you should be able to tell what's a, a venomous snake. You just stay away from. Snakes. If you see a snake, you walk away from yeah, it. Just, just yeah, but they're going to be outside. And, That's know, why you walk away from the snake. Don't be one of my callers who's like, there's a there's a cottonmouth outside in our yards. Like, okay, it lives outside. What the fuck do you want the police to do? <laughs> please don't call. <laughs> you want the police to Right. Why the fuck are you calling 911? It's not an active threat. Avoid that area. It's a snake. They live so, outside. See, see, that's been my approach to not knowing anything about snakes other than, like, the few times I've known people who own snakes. If I see a snake in the wild, I leave it alone and walk away. You should, you but go. it is nice to know, like, how dangerous it is. No. Just, yeah. No. So, I, uh, I have actively saved snakes because I love them so much. That's, That's why I have true. a snake tattoo on my arm. Great. The best. So, and shout uh, out to our uh, resident snake of the podcast, Pixel. Yeah, Pixel or Snake. <laughs> yeah. Our favorite Pixel. snake. Yes. I like snakes too. I thought about getting a corn snake for a long time. Yeah, They're really sweet. They are. Uh, so the reason why the um, Jiguiro is the national bird is because of the song. Mm-hmm. And the song goes... <laughs> like that and it's very similar to a song you know 
And Matt said that the song was like, oh, the worm goes in, the worm goes out, the worm goes da 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 But I actually remember that song as being something that was actually military, and, but I can't remember the words to it. It might be like... So, so songs evolve and have different meanings. Yeah, and like, different lyrics. Like, That's a nice tune. We're going to yeah. use it for this other thing. Yeah. And it sounds like, like ABCD has the same tune as Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Things like that. Yeah. And like everything has weird meanings. Like uh, when like Ring Around the Rosie. Like as a kid, you would sing that. And then like when you found out the meaning, you're like, that's really creepy. Oh, holy shit. This is about the plagues. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. messed up. But yeah, no, that's really cool. I mean, that there's the... a lot of creepy songs. like Children's that. songs so, yes. are just yeah. messed up. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, another cool bird that uh, Matthew brought to our attention. Matthew. Matthew. I was <laughs> going to say Matt, and then I use this full Matthew. name. Matthew. Matthew. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's the Mot Mot. Oh, right. The Mot Mot. He's got a little heart. Little heart. Little heart. It's like a green blue bird with an orangey throat and it's small, but its tail's very long and then it looks like it has like a little heart or a little dewdrop like off yeah. its tail. And it's yeah. just very fine feathers. Very beautiful detail at the base of its tail feathers. Yes. And the ten out of ten recommend Googling unlike that ugly bird the Gigwido. <laughs> but you should try and listen to its song. It's no. yeah. No, I'm I'm taking it back. Gigwido. It's very pretty. Uh, yeah, that is a gorgeous bird. The Mama. Very, the, the Mama, Mama is, really is it has a fun name. Mm-hmm. It has such a dramatic mask. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty dope. This looks like a vigilante bird. Yeah, <laughs> this bird's gonna come kick your ass if you do crime. <laughs> uh, there's also the Quetzal. 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 Mm-hmm. It's a it's a green head, red bodied bird that yet again is very pretty. Yeah. It was named because they would use the tail feathers as uh, crowns. Oh, okay. Does its name mean crown or something? Uh, Quetz- it's named after Quetzalcoatl. If I'm oh, saying. yeah. Okay. I know Quetzalcoatl, which isn't it like a dragon god thing? Bird? I can't remember dragon? if it's a situation where he was a man god or if... He was real. Let me see. Hold on. Yeah. Why well, Kip looks that up. Uh, enough, a lot of Googling today. There is a endangered animal that they take care of in the cloud forest. It's called the three wattled bellbird. Quetzalcoatl, feathered serpent or plumed serpent. Plumed. Sorry, plumed. plumed. Plumed serpent is the uh, Nahuatl uh, name for the feathered serpent. Uh, Deity of ancient Mesoamerican culture. Hold on, let me see. Nahuatl. Nahuatl. That, that TL always gets me. I can't. I, had, I can't pronounce it very well. I had to like Google how to pronounce axolotl because I knew that was axolotl. wrong. Because X is actually a sh sound, mm-hmm. so it's actually ashlot. Yeah, and that's how you pronounce that. But then I say that, and then people think I'm an asshole because I'm being all. People don't like there's when you certain- try to pronounce Crossing. things correctly. <laughs> uh, so let me show you this uh, trippy endangered bird uh, called the three waddle mm-hmm. bellbird. Oh, look at those three waddles. So Definitely if, Googleable. Yes, uh, another fun Google. Uh, if people don't know what a waddle is, on birds, like, it's, like, turkeys and chickens have them. They're the little 
thick fleshy thing off of the beak or on yeah. the, the the waddle is on off of like the beak it, a comb would be off the head yeah right so that's what a waddle is so these things have like three thin mustachio waddles so right. like think he kind of in some way looked like a evil villain who like had a really bad like yeah. mustache cut where he has like one with two sides it looks like a dove with the coloring of a bald eagle but then it has three black tendrils <laughs> off of its face yeah, yeah, so uh, that's an endangered bird, so we need to protect it because yes, he's, it's, he, it's, he's it's making gorgeous. a fa- he's like, making a fashion statement. He looks like he's the villain, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looks like Confucius. Apparently, <laughs> there's also something I don't know. Uh, it just do was... not do battle with the. With the... <laughs> Suddenly, they're Pokemon. <laughs> they're vigilantes. No, look at these little vigilantes with their masks. I also, I really like Mamas. Yeah, Mamas. Mamas are cute. They're like kind of my favorite bird now. So it's a very cool design. So uh, very good design. Whoever really superhero <laughs> will become tails, the Mamas. Have like little ends mm-hmm. where it just looks like there's a line, but it's like a, a flourish at the end of their tails. It's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Also, and I'm I'm sorry for circling back on this because we're trying to move forward with the podcast, but no, I'm looking at there's a lot of distracting animals in this episode. This, well, it, I, think I, I named there's like over a thousand animals mm-hmm. in this small region. In this small region. We're just like, having fun with the yeah. ones that were. Um, I think it's actually pronounced uh, Quetzalcoatl. Yes, perfect. Quat. Quetzalcoatl. Because if we're going by the same, if we're going by the same rules for the language, I'm trying, I am literally trying to make the sound, and that's the only. <laughs> No. Is it Quatl? And then, then dancers. Because it's C O A T L. And if it's a Quatl, right? The 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 crazy little raccoon trash panda creature. Quatl. Yes, and then Kotl is C O A T L. Mm-hmm. Then you would think it would be Quetzalcoatl. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. I just really love language and words and pronouncing things, even though I do it badly and wrong, and I'm just a big fan no, of I've given etymology. Up. I, etymology. I've given oh. up on saying a lot of foreign words correctly, not out of uh, insulting a culture, but out of I do not have the ability, and I apologize. If you don't grow up in a certain language, it is incredibly hard to get your mouth used to doing certain things. Yeah, like, and literally, I spent years trying to master English. <laughs> I have not mastered English. <laughs> yes, uh, just a reminder for anyone who does not know, Dan had a speech impediment as a child. So, sound, certain sounds are very hard for me to wrap my mouth around. Mm. Literally. She sometimes mm. doesn't hear the differences. Yes. Whale and whale. So whale the languages whale? Like well. a water... Well, well, and an animal whale. Whale. I think let's let's do this. We (laughs) just to explain. Let's do this as a group. Let's all accept that we, irrespective of the language, whether it's English or not, cannot always pronounce things correctly. However, we're gonna try. Can at least know what each other are saying through context. Yes. Yeah, because I know exactly what you're saying. Yes, ninety nine percent. I'm time. just that's one of my easier <laughs> words to give an explanation and to. Hull like a ship and hole. Yeah, like a hole in the ground. Hole and hole. Yeah, yeah. hole and hole. Yep. Uh-huh. Hole and I, hole. I accept yeah. it. Did you? I love it. Part of the ship though. 
um, a ship has a hole, and yep. there yep. is nope, a hole there you go. in the ground. Nailed it. Yep. <laughs> said hole both times. It's yep. fine. <laughs> there is a hole. It's fine. It's it's don't fine. even we're, proceed. This, I, yeah, it's we're moving issue. on. We're, this is a known issue. These are just easy examples of why language is hard. Just yes. keep that in mind when Dan accidentally butchers. I'm all fairly words. certain even we've addressed it before. Yeah, we have. Yeah. We have. In case Constantly. there's new, in case there's a new person who hasn't backtracked through our seventy-five an... episodes. Okay, let's go. In case there's any fucking grammar Nazis out there. That's not even a grammar thing. That's, Don't. That's hate not a grammar all of thing. You. That's just no. a pronunciation nitpick. No, Don't. well, there it's in the same. There's no word for pronunciation Nazis, so it's... I'm gonna pull them in with grammar Nazis. Let's so uh, there's also okay. So the last bird I'm gonna touch on today is the bare neck umbrella bird, which oh, looks like a uh, bird wearing a red scarf and a mohawk. Bare neck umbrella. Oh he is a fully Void. black bird, and it looks like he has a really cool black mohawk going on, or pompadour, and he has... Yeah, it's like a pompadour mohawk. It's like a pompadour mohawk, and he has a big um, red um, waddle. Oh, my It's God. like a, a bulbous tie. Yes, and I, I think he's wearing... a handsome gentleman. He's, he's a nice... Well, he's got like a... He's got a waddle coming yeah, off. Yeah, he has a uh, big red waddle, and I think his it's his red chest. chest. Yeah, and so it looks like a scarf. I think he's a very pretty he's bird. a rock band, right? Yes, I, I, yeah. I think he's like gonna go start a rock band. Mm-hmm. His mm-hmm. retirement, he's gonna impersonate Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I like this bird. I, I like the bird too. I thought he was a neat bird. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the birds I'm touching on. There's a ton I, of frogs. I think, I think my favorite bird out of the birds that you mentioned were the three waddle, the three waddle bird. Yeah, I think that is a very yeah. funny looking bird. Yeah, the, that was the three waddle, with tendrils. Three, three waddle uh, bellbird. That mm-hmm. was that was my favorite. Yeah, I like I like his mustache. What's your favorite bird that we've gone over? Uh, all birds. All of them. All birds. Well, mine was some of mine, so... <laughs> oh, my You're just a cool. regular ornithologist, Mr. J. Sorry, oh. I don't know why I became Harley Quinn for a second. <laughs> just seemed right. Okay, and they have spiders, too. Uh, tarantulas and things yep. like that. You got your Mexican red knees. You got yes. your Costa Rican zebras. You got your, your rosy red hair. I think they have rosy red hairs. So, uh, something... Uh, the only, like... And they have a ton of frogs. We talked briefly about the golden I mean, toad. Talk, there's tons of animals. There's, like, a ton about. of animals. One, there so, are literally an infinite a number of animals. <laughs> I'm gonna touch on one more insect, just because I've never seen an insect like this, and I think it's... Well, it's a butterfly, but it's a really cool butterfly. It's mm. called a glass butterfly. Ooh. I don't know if anyone's ever seen Ooh, one of I've these. Seen those. Oh, I've those seen are really pretty, those, yeah. yeah. They're basically... They kind of remind... They have, like... If you took a coloring book of a butterfly and you only filled in the edges of the wings, so, like, their wings are completely transparent and see-through except for, like, the little reddish-brown edges and then, like, a white tip, it looked really cool. They're a beautiful, not-real-looking butterfly, and I would never want to touch one. Uh, no. Nope. Looks terrifying. I'd be afraid of it dying the second you breathe on it. Yep. But it looks really pretty. I'm looking up Costa Rican uh, tarantulas. Me too. 
<laughs> we are both in the spider realm right now. So, yeah, it's like, um, I'll let you, you guys can talk about it if you would like. Oh, not really. They're, okay. we're just, I'm just looking at them. Yeah, they're okay. really pretty. I do love spiders. A lot of people don't. Spiders Golden silk orb weaver. We got we got some of them. We've got the... Uh, what else? They're not really naming them. They're just showing pictures and they're calling it so they're like fancy spider. Here's a spider's belly. Here's a red spider. I'm like, no, but tell me their names. <laughs> no, just pictures. Here's pictures of bugs we took pictures of in Costa Rica. Good luck. I'm like, but mm-hmm. I want to know who they are. <laughs> yeah, like, look, there are too many of them. We didn't look them up. <laughs> Um, so let's say all these cool birds and animals and you want to go travel Costa Rica, you totally can and visit these places. They have, um, you can go onto the websites and check what their thing is. They're pretty close by to, uh, I think, San Jose. They're about like two and a half, three hours from there. Mm -hmm. Um, There's buses out from, according, this is the website on from the official MonteveraCostaRicaInformation.com. And uh, it says, like, <sighs> buses, they have, like, a list of buses that leave from, like, Blanco Nacional in Santa Ina? Elena? Santa what? Santa E-L-E-N-A. Santa Elena. Elena. Okay. And, uh... They'll take you to the parks, and there's guided tours. There's even night tours through the parks so you can see because there's a lot of um, wildlife that is nocturnal. Mm-hmm. And so... That sounds so fun doing a night tour. Yeah, you can do a night tour. <gasps> I would love to do that. In a cloud forest, it's all foggy, and it's like Final Destination. I'm just so excited. I want to go. Yeah. Well, you could... Easily go since doesn't his your husband's family can, still live there? Yeah, they do. Yeah, you can literally like, go vi- and apparently they live. What? Okay, sorry, Kip. What were you saying as Heath rudely interrupted us? <laughs> uh, I could I can literally go there and get paid because my company also has an office there, so I could like. Why does your company have an office there of all places? Do they have wait? Do they have it in multiple places? Yeah, they got because it's it, it's an IT company, so okay. you gotta have like people in India, yeah, okay, America, okay, people in America. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. That makes sense. I was just like, I don't think you've mentioned how many places. I just it's a pretty big company. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I I know a bunch of like I'm sure Central America needs. They're really IT support, look, yes. The, the Costa Rica team is smart. Like, oh, I all of our Spanish language cases, obviously, but, like, they, <laughs> I go, I'm, like, like. <laughs> Are you just trying to move to Costa Rica? I'm not, look. Kip's going to abandon us to go to Costa Rica. <laughs> I guess look, we can visit more often to Costa Rica. That's yeah, super easy, right? More often, you mean ever. Never, never, even, I have never so left So we're adding country. that, we're adding that to the trips that we're, the future trips we're all going to take. We're going to yep. go to that weird. We're going to go to Japan. We're going to go to Japan. We're going to go to Easter Island. We're gonna go, what? Okay. We've never discussed this, but I'm saying it right now. We're okay. going to Easter Island. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go to that weird stone thing that you've talked about going to down here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, um, the, uh, the, 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 what is it? The Ten Commandments of Georgia. Yeah. No, I not forgot that. what they're called. <laughs> I thought they were like a. The Guide Stones. The Guide Stones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they got a bunch of rules on them. That's what's so crazy about it. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, but the the, the rules are a, li- a little bit. Okay, you it, can tell it's written it, by someone from that was, the 60s. That was just a joke that you've wanted to take us down there several times. Anyway. Oh, I do want to take you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so Costa Rica, <laughs> the Guidestones, yep. and Japan, and now Easter Island. And now Easter Island, yes. Okay. Because okay. I don't want to go alone, and I really want to go. Oh, okay. Matt's probably not going to go with me. Why doesn't Matt want to go? Anyway, but Costa Rica would be feasible <laughs> since Matt, literally, his parents and sister still live there? Yeah. Yeah. Both his sisters, yeah. Both his sisters. Okay. I wasn't sure because I know one of them does, and he has family that lives in the States, too. Though, yeah, right? his brother lives in the States. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And their, uh, all their social security numbers are... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah, but it's that's fascinating. You literally have people who live there, so you could just be like, oh, yeah. hello, I'm going to stay in your house. No, I'm coming in now. Why didn't you text us or anything? <laughs> we just flew in, took a bus, walked up some stairs. Here we are. We're in Costa Rica yeah, now. They would actually probably really love that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> They're yeah. very lovely people. Yeah, his sister seemed really nice. We met them at the wedding. Yeah, yeah very. Yeah, but he, like when we were calling, checking some pronunciations, Matt mentioned that he apparently lived right outside the cloud forest. Oh, right. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the. Um, he lives uh, closer to San Jose than um, the Monteverde, but he said that he lived. I mentioned he'd been to Monteverde. Yeah, he said he'd been there. He'd been there. He's like, no, we do up in there. <laughs> That's what he is exactly how he said it too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find, hold on. We found the search history, you guys are doing good. All right, it was, um, now this is, I'm probably not going to be able to pronounce this, but it was, um, Braulio Carillo National Park, which is another cloud forest that apparently is five minutes from Matt's parents. So if you want to find Matt's parents, that's where they are. <laughs> okay. Great job. The good Please thing about don't. Costa Rica is that nobody has an address, so... Wait, how do they... How does mail work? They... It's, they have to it's have directions. Some... It's directions to the house. That's how mail happens. Wait, what? Look, it's very... It's, okay, we'll do look, this off pod, but I, I'm very yeah, curious. Sounds like a bad system. Well, I assume no, it, works. it works. I'm sure it works. it works. I'm just curious how international mail works. Like, turn um, left at the blue house. Box. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah okay. Box, yeah. They just pick it up. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> I was like, turn left at the blue house, Costa Rica, bye. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Costa Rica 3, that's where it is. You can find blue it Blue house on the left, third <laughs> lane in this city. And they're like, ah, yes, I know where this is. Nope. Oh, my God. Good Lord. Okay. So, uh, go visit a cloud forest. They seem really cool. And the... Mount Verde is apparently very touristy friendly. They have mm-hmm. a lot of options. They have good walking trails. So uh, check it out. Yeah. And apparently you'll, you'll have more of a chance of seeing a Quetzal at the um, Mount Verde. Mount, Mount Verde. Oh. Mountain Verde. Okay. Than you would at the Barilio Carrillo. So don't go hang out at Matt's <laughs> parents' house. Go go to the the, go to the, the touristy ones. Go to the touristy one. The the jewel in the crown of if, cloud forest. If you do not know Matt's parents, please don't crash at Matt's parents' don't house. Don't knock on their door and crash at their place. Yes, they will not that, appreciate don't try to find where they live. Don't that would be weird. Try to find where we live. We don't want to know where you live. Well, it's just this is it's called boundaries. <laughs> 
Boundaries are good. <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> any other thoughts on uh, if we ever if we ever manage to actually do this random Costa Rica trip that we have talked about multiple times, mm-hmm. mainly because. Kip's husband is yeah, from because he happens he, to be there. He, he happens there. to live there, and he's like, "Yeah, you guys can come visit my family." You know what we should do. We should go to Costa go to Rica. A, we should go to a random trip to Louisiana. How about that shit? Well, me and Heath have been trying to like do a. Uh, I almost said Baton Rouge. I'm like, no one wants to go to Baton Rouge. No, a <laughs> um, no, New Orleans trip for yeah. like two years now. I would love that. Hey, if I pitched in, maybe it could be easier, and we could all go together. Um, Unless you guys want to do a romantic thing by yourselves. Well, ones we have looked at have been more of a couple's trip than a, a Kip come along trip. But Kip can come along. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, if you I'll want just, it. I'll, I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it I'll out. Try to stay in one of the haunted hotels. <gasps> oh, yeah. There is the haunted hotel. But we won't be able to bring the dogs. Oh, uh, yeah. See, that's... that's that was an well, you guys have to take the dog. Well, we were... Well, where would we put them? That's true. You it's can't easier board to just them. bring them. We've yeah, we've realized yeah, that they're impossible be, to board. Sounds like really stressful for Rue to be boarded. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure she would eventually calm down. We the only but, other option I could see is we could trick. But one if we of, go and we rent like a small house or a bungalow or something that has a yard, mm-hmm. since we're not there when we can't take them with us. What what I what another thought I had is your your older younger sister's turning 18 this year we could maybe one day have her come and stay with the dogs if we have to do a trip like that that's true if she is available to do that that's a thought i've had yeah good that's a nice one yeah leave her food and she could sit inside a house leave her food (laughs) well what i know (laughs) the child does not drive so yeah she's gonna have to learn but anyway Anyway, but uh, uh, so that is pet parents' um, vacation plans. Uh, right. Heath, where this can they? Come, we'll just tell you us. the dates so you can find. <laughs> and rob our houses while we're gone in Costa Rica. No. Costa Rica. Why would you even bring up our houses? No, please don't rob us. We don't have money. No one. We make no money off this. No. <laughs> Literally, no one gets. Well, I think we make what? We have one patron. We have one proud patron. Yes. Thank you, our proud patron. Shout out to our one patron. You know who you are, and anyone who looks at our Discord does too. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so where can people find us? They can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord, PetParentsPod, also PetParentsPod.com, and you can email us PetParentsPod at gmail.com. We will always continue to get... (sighs) Let me not yawn through that. We will always (laughs) continue to get better. We did just there. Yeah. Um, Pura Vida, everybody. Good luck with your hopes and dreams. Adios. Adios.